Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. What's up, everybody? The Brawl Precon decks are here for Throne of Eldraine, and the Command Zone Podcast is here as well to give you a small bonus mini-sode about how you can add 40 cards to this deck and immediately make it EDH playable. How's it? It's because I forgot to say it last time. Oh, that's right. right. I, it doesn't really make sense there, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to, just like the other three decks, give you a list of 40 cards that you can just add to the Brawl Precon. Remember, they start at 60 mm -hmm. and just turn it into a commander deck and start playing it right away. Uh, we're not going to talk about every single of the 40 cards on this episode, just the highlights, but there will be a link in the show notes so that you can find that entire list if you want to. And also, we kind of kept ourselves to a, a what we'll call a reasonable budget. Yeah. Yeah, something around $40 or so. Just obviously, if you have Mana Crypt, put it in the deck, but it's not fun <laughs> to talk about those cards. Uh, before we get into the specifics, though... We would like you to go on over to cardkingdom.com slash command zone, and you can pick up these Brawl decks. You can pre-order them right now. Now, I want to say there's been a little bit of a supply, what's the word, uh, problem with the decks, yes. but Wizards just recently came out and said they are going to reprint and add more supply into the market. So I'm looking forward to Great. hopefully soon, or maybe by the time you're hearing this, the prices on these have come down and they're easier to find. Yep. Uh, but again, if you use that affiliate link, our affiliate link when you order the Brawl decks, C19, any Magic singles or products at all. You really are helping this show, Game Nights, all of our content. And you're also helping us out if you support our other sponsor, Ultra Pro, who, again, they make awesome themed stuff for every single set. Throne of Eldraine is no different than any of their sets. In fact, it's one of the more exciting ones I think that Ultra Pro has done in a long time because the colors, the themes, and the imagery is just so fun and imaginative. And you want to stand out the next time you're gaming, so pick up some of that Ultra Pro stuff as well. And the final way to support all of our, our content is directly if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. In fact, we call out one lucky patron every single episode. And this episode is dedicated to Arden, Arden Nelson. Arden, you rock. I have a really good friend named Arden. Good name. It is a cool name. All right, moving on. Sir Gwyn, let's take him from Brawl to EDH. Her. Her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the deck is called Knight's Charge, and so let's just go ahead and read the card. I don't actually have the picture, so I didn't know, I guess. <laughs> it's three, a red, a white, and a black for a legendary creature. Human Knight. That's a 5-5, five, five, so six mana, 5-5. Five, five. It has Vigilance and Menace, and whenever an equipped creature you control attacks, you draw a card, and you lose one life. That's and for each equipped creature you have that attacks. Yeah. That's pretty good. And finally, the most important text, if, if not the most important text, it's the most important text. Equipment you control have equipped knight. Zero. 
So if you have an equipment now and you have a knight on the battlefield, that equip cost on the card no longer reads whatever the number it is. It reads zero because you can throw it on that knight for free. Right. That part's very powerful because it's cheating of mana cost, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there are some very powerful spells that we'll be talking about with high equip costs that Sirkwin gets right around. Okay. So let's take a quick look at the statistics inside the box. Now, keep in mind, these are 60-card decks. Normally, we say like 10-card draw, 10 ramp. But because this is 60 cards, it might be closer to 6 might be the ideal. So let's see where the deck is at right now. Stats. Ramp spells. One. Mm. <laughs> Card draw. Approximately two, including the commander. Board That's wipes. including the commander? Yeah, it, I mean, there's like some... Okay, it's bad. Okay. Board wipes, <laughs> one. Single target removal, six. Okay, okay, that's better. Equipment, nine. Eh, I'd like to see that number a little higher. Yeah. And drain slash aristocrat effects. It seems like there was a side thing going on with this. There are four of those, and obviously a bunch of knights. Hmm. This is the worst stats of any of the decks that we've seen. Yeah, I was amazed, actually, when I looked through it. I didn't realize that there was just no ramp at all. There's the Arcane Signet. Yeah, and and I think that plays out. We've said this on past episodes, but we've played these decks quite a bit now off camera. And if I were to rank them, the Sir Gwyn deck would, I think, I think all of us would say is yeah. the weakest of the four. It also has two of the weaker colors for decks in EDH as well. So I was a little sad to see that it wasn't supported in the statistics category as much as we wanted to. That tells so, us we're going to want to add some a lot of ramp. Even yeah. if we don't discuss it here, you're going to want a lot of ramp and card draw just to bring it up to what a normal commander deck would be. Yep, exactly. These colors have a hard time doing it, so it's something that you definitely need to pay attention to. But at the very least, you can draw a lot of cards with your commander, so we'll be talking about that as well. All right, so let's talk about some of the cards that we're adding. Again, we're not talking about all of the 40. You can find that list in the uh, show notes below. Starting off with some classic ramp that fits into Mardu. So there's Walking Atlas. This is a fun one. It's a two-mana artifact creature construct. It's a 1-1, and you can tap it to put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. So it's a recurrable effect. Hopefully you're drawing a lot of cards with Sir Gwyn, and then you can tap, add those lands to the battlefield, and in a way you're playing a ramping growth every turn. I like this a lot because lands in play are a lot safer than artifact ramp. Yes, absolutely. So this is a way to sort of, I mean, that's one of the things we found when we did our statistics episode last year is the biggest indicator of who's likely to win the game is who has the most lands in play. Mm -hmm. Not the most mana available. It's literally the most lands. So yeah. yeah, this is a cool card. Probably a little underplayed in the format. Yep. Another one, this is a classic for mono white decks and is a card that I think just needs to belong in any deck that can't have access to green base ramp. Knight of the White Orchid. It's white, white for a 2-2 human knight. It's a knight. When it enters the battlefield, if an opponent controls more lands than you, you may search your library for a planes card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. So any planes can be a dual land or a shock land, also comes in untapped. Yeah, that's really exciting. This card also has first strike, which is relevant because you need uh, creatures to equip your cool equipment onto, and so having first strike actually makes this a viable attacker as well as blocker in the deck. The fact that it's a knight is just very fortuitous, too. I know, it is, indeed. Because <laughs> hmm. you would run it anyway, I think. Maybe we need more knights helping white mana ramp. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's a couple examples of ramp. Uh, one of the things that's the most exciting part of the deck, I think, is just the cool equipment you can put in here given Sir Gwyn's text. So the first one that we found is Heartseeker. It's a four-mana artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus one, and has tap, unattach Heartseeker, destroy target creature. <laughs> the equip cost, as you can imagine, is not going to be cheaper. It's an equip cost five. But now imagine that's zero. Every single creature you can attach this to, tap them, blow up a creature, attach it to someone else, blow them up for free. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. I I like this because one of the ways they balance equipment is with the equip cost, right? Yeah. 
And so if you're reducing that by zero, that's the same as like reducing the casting cost of some cards by five or six, which would make right. a lot of cards broken and, and makes this card broken. Yeah, and that's why equipment decks don't really work in the first place is because you have to equip them every time. And so there's some cards that get around that, but having a commander that does that, that's pretty exciting. All right, the next card is Sigiled Sword of Valoran. It's three mana for an equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two plus oh and has vigilant and is a knight in addition to its other types. Hey. Whenever equipped creature attacks, you create a two two white knight creature token with vigilance that's attacking. So it makes knights for you, which is great with Sir Gwyn. And it has a quip of three, which doesn't matter as much. Again, just three mana, then slide this onto a knight is very powerful because yeah. think of a three mana spell that gave a creature plus two plus O oh, and created a two two. And vigilance. Yeah. Recur like it's and create do not that just every any turn. two two, but yeah. a two two that may draw you more cards in the future. Yeah, um, yeah. The other reason I like this card a lot is that you may end up running non knights in this deck, and this could turn one of your like utility creatures into a knight as well. Right. So you'd have to pay the three to equip that creature, but then once the the sort of Valorant's already on it, then all the rest of the equipment yeah. zero. That's you can pretty just cool. Slide it on. Yeah, I like that. All right. Yeah. Next up, we have the heirloom blade. It's a three mana artifact equipment. A crypt creature gets plus three plus one. However, when the crypt creature dies, you may reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card that shares a creature type with it put that card into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in any random order now the equip cost on this is only one which i think is kind of nice because if um, wins not out and not out then you can still do it yeah and this is a great you know a board wipe happens you at least get a card back from it um it's pretty nice i yeah. like the tribe there have been a lot of tribal cards printed for magic and i think for commander specifically in the last couple of years and so it's always good to keep an eye out for them this is the first card. This next one is the first card that I thought of yeah. when I saw Sergwin. It's Argentum Armor. It's kind of, I think it's the first big equipment that EDH players generally think of, right? Yeah, and for me, I was like, oh, I have to put this in every deck. Yeah. Uh, this is a deck where it's actually good because usually it's just too cost prohibitive. Yeah. So Argentum Armor is six mana for an artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus six, plus six. And whenever equipped tr- creature attacks, you destroy target permanent for the low cost. The equip cost is 6, which is <laughs> which is why you don't see it more. 12 mana. Yeah. That's that's Emrakul. Yeah. But 6 mana, put it onto a creature given plus 6 plus 6, destroy a permanent, draw a card with Sir Gwyn, plus if they kill that creature just slide it over to another one. Yeah. That is pretty nuts out. Destroy target permanent. permanent. You can get rid of the lands. Yeah. I don't great. recommend doing that though. Unless they're a guy's cradle. I don't know. It depends. If they're playing green, you're yeah. in Mardu. Like, you could blow up a land there, too. Pinpoint land removal is fine. It doesn't say destroy all lands. True, true. <laughs> uh, this next card is a classic in equipment decks, and it's one that I think really gives a deck like this the actual ability to really, like, punch above its weight class. It's a Leonin Shikari, one in the white furry creature, cat soldier. It's a 2 2. Why couldn't you be a knight? Uh, and it says, you may equi- activate equip abilities anytime you could cast an instant. So zero mana, instant speed equip on the creature. The one unblocked person you have, slide all the equipment over there and smack them in the face for a billion. This makes combat nearly impossible for your opponents if you have yeah. like two or three equipment and three or four knights because you just attack with everything, see what they do. And they have to decide like, well, you can slide equipment around and kill my stuff or yeah. am I just dead if they just sl- slide it to the other thing that's not blocked? Not to mention if you have a Whisper Silk Cloak or a Swiftfoot Boots, this gives your creatures instant speed in reaction to a removal spell, Hexproof Shroud. Yeah, that's so powerful. That's actually really powerful. What's the enchantment that does this? I'm assuming it's in the deck too. But yeah, it's, yeah, Cigar This Aid yeah. has a similar thing to it as well. Yeah, yeah. very awesome. All right, uh, so obviously we're in a knight tribal deck, so we're going to want to add some cool knights that weren't already in there. One of them is uh, Danatha Capuchin. Capuchin, Paragon, 
Two and a white for a legendary creature, Human Knight. Two, two, first strike, vigilance, lifelink. It's a lot of text. Aura and equipment spells you cast cost one less to cast. So this is great because she reduces the cost of the other side that Sir Gwyn doesn't already reduce. Yeah, exactly. And she comes out much earlier than Sir Gwyn, and you're going to, I mean, Sir Gwyn's a six mana commander, right? So you have a lot of things you're going to be able to do before Sir Gwyn comes out. And then if you have Dantha out, that makes your equip cost just a little cheaper as well, which is great. Uh... Next up is Ariel, Knight of Windgrace. Dominaria, very good to knights. Uh, two white and a black for a legendary creature, Human Knight. It's a 4-4 four, four with Vigilance. You can pay... There are two activated abilities on this. You can pay two and a white to tap it to create a 2-2 two, two white knight creature token with Vigilance. Or you can play a black and tap it and tap X, untap knights you control, destroy target creature with power X or less. So, pretty flexible. Obviously has all the knight things that you want. And at the end of the day, has the ability to also be single target removal. And a lot of knights have vigilance. That's one of the knight things. Yeah. So you can still attack and then just wait around to the end set before your turn or if anybody attacks you with stuff and just be like, okay, kill that. Makes it hard to block too if you're attacking with knights or like, I guess I'll double block. And you're like, eh, I don't know if you want to do uh, that. Yeah, I, can I'll get, I can get rid them. of one of them, yeah. <laughs> and I'm still attacking because they had vigilance. Uh, you are right. The, uh, one good thing I'll say about this deck is all these knights we're talking about are from recent sets. Mm-hmm. So that's good. They're going to be cheap. Uh, Valiant Knight is the next one. Three and a white for a creature human knight. It's a three, four. Other knights you control get plus one, plus one. And you can pay three white white, and knights you control gain double strike until end of turn. That's Yikes. a whammy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I mean, this deck needs win conditions, and obviously attacking with a bunch of knights seems to be the win condition. So, valiant knight, he's there for you. I mean, remember, Sir Gwyn has menace, hard to block already. Yeah, and giving her double strike. That's 10 damage. A couple of equipments, if you slide them over with Leona Shikari or something, it's not too hard to just KO somebody out of nowhere with a double strike like yeah, that. Yeah, this definitely has the ability, I think, to be a Voltron deck for Sir Gwyn. But if Sir Gwyn can't get it done, you have a whole bevy of other creatures that are great to throw equipment on. And so these last two we're going to talk about are value, right? It's yeah. a way to sort of keep up because what we find with decks that are aggressive and want to attack like this is that a couple of board wipes and sometimes they're doing nothing later in the game. Yeah, so then you're really in for it if that happens. Yeah, so card draw and recursion is really important. So open the armory is a good one. One on white for a sorcery. You search your library for an aura or equipment card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Yeah, you need the ability to find up like the thing that's going to like, because each of these equipment, like maybe you need Argentum armor, maybe you just need to make more guys with sigiled sword, like like all of them have very specific areas that they excel in. So having a card like Open the Armory, very cheap as well. And it's just very flexible for a deck like this. Uh, and the next card, I guess, was the one I was talking about for value. This yeah. is this card's just a good deck on its own. It's SRAM, Senior Edificer. Shout out to Wes, who played it on Game Nights. It's a legendary creature dwarf advisor. That's a 2-2. And whenever you cast an aura, equipment, or vehicle spell, draw a card. But in this case, mostly just equipment. So you're, right. now you're drawing a card for playing it, and you're drawing a card for equipping and attaching it. Yeah. Attacking with it. So, okay, very cool, very cool. That Those are the cards we're going to discuss. Like we said, we're not going to talk about all 40 cards, but you can find a link to all 40 of the cards in the show notes below this video. Yep, and again, like we said in the other videos, if you want to put a soul ring in there, if you want to put a mana crypt in there, go for it. We're not stopping you, but we're giving you 40 cards that you can just immediately add to this deck, keeping the budget range and also excluding the obvious includes because we know that you, as smart players that listen to the Command Zone podcast, can do that yourself. Yeah, I do think with the 40 cards we've added to all four of these Brawl decks now, they'll all be pretty good. Yeah, the commanders themselves are just powerful enough, which is great. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's it. That's going to wrap up our mini-sode mini-series about the Brawl Precon <laughs> decks. Let us know how you liked us doing the mini-sodes like this. Should we do it more in the future? 
hopefully you say yes because it was kind of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Big thanks to Ashlyn Rose and Craig Blanchett, our editors for these mini-sodes. And special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer, who does the Living Card animations that start and end all of our shows. You can find Jeffrey at Living Cards MTG on Twitter. All right, get brawling, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Peace. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.